bowels of One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Real Country Radio. Congratulations, Detroit. You can be thoroughly ashamed of yourself. The homicide tool has reached a nice even 750. Details on the latest leveling from Police Sergeant... Coming up now, we're going to start off the set with... In the morning. It's 20 minutes before 12. The Hitless Tigers could use this guy's talent. Mount Clemens police have a 36-year-old man in custody. Seems he got home about 5 o'clock this morning from an all-night spree. That ticked off the little lady who unleashed a verbal barrage at the man. That apparently the last straw for him. He picked up his genuine Willie Mays power eyes lightning strike Louisville slugger baseball bat. Proceeded to hit a thousand on the woman's head. Pulled you up a chair and listen to this. And we're back. Sidetrack powered by DHD, Dirty Hooker Diesel, of course. Your Duramax specialist located up in Harbor Beach, Michigan. Tony Burkhardt and the crew up there always supplying you the best parts you can find for your Duramax trucks. And not only that, full service facility covering all brands of diesel trucks. So make sure you check them out. Dirty Hooker Diesel. And uh, also like to thank Wade and of course Ryan Lalone with Diesel Freak coming on again once again in 2018. Uh, the Diesel Freak crew located up in Gaylord, Michigan. You got tuning you need done on your semi-truck or agricultural tractor. They're the guys to talk to. You'll be hard-pressed to find anybody else in the business who will be as reliable and not only that safety-conscious as far as life of your motor with their tunes. They're not going to go so extreme you're going to damage things, but they're going to find that efficiency, keyword efficiency, that you're looking for out of your motor, whether it is in your farm tractor or that truck you use going down the road, hauling to and from a pole, or hauling that precious cargo of grain or milk. Make sure you check out Diesel Freak, your tuning specialist up there in Gaylord, Michigan. Also like to thank Pete Pesnick, Caps Brothers, uh, down in Kansas City, Missouri. Of course, uh, you need some parts for your pulling tractor. You'll be hard-pressed to find anybody quite as precise with their uh, with the parts. Uh, of course, known for their taper lock hubs, which are uh, a great product. Nice, lightweight components, of course. He does sell his own custom weld-on hubs, tube axles. I, I do believe he does blank cams for, I know, the Waukesha engines. I know he's he's branched out in so much stuff lately, it's yeah, he's hard a, to keep up. He's a blank cam, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, of course, uh, Senpico Oil. Uh, Ed Shoebridge, our local dealer here. Serving Coming Southeast in, Michigan. In southeast. Oh. Now points beyond, apparently. Yep. Uh, of course, uh, got to see him already this week, dropping off a load of uh, some of that great Senpico product. At the excavating company I work for, of course, Capozo and Son, and uh, they won't run anything less than it, not only in their pulling tractor, but also in their equipment. So when you can go out there and run a machine as hard as they do day in and day out and having that bit of, you know, reassurance underneath their belt, knowing that their grease, oil, gear lubes are going to be keeping their machine running in its best shape as long as it can. You know, why trust anybody short of San Pico? They've been out there a long time. You know, Jordan Richard Lustig trust it, and they're making a lot of horsepower with it. I've saw, you know, major, major cost savings for them on bearing life. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't believe the results, 
get a hold of Ed Shoebridge. He'll uh, prove it to you. He'll prove it to you. We got the oil samples, and he'll show you exactly utilizing your own equipment. You know, with using oil sampling, you know, send it in for the analytical test, and you'll see there is a difference in the oil. It's, you know, you can't just go buy something off the dollar store shelf and think it's going to last. No, you got to put your money where your mouth is because you know what? PM is a lot cheaper than parts replacement. So make sure you check out, of course, Ed Schubert with Sun Pico Oil. And then last but definitely not least, Mr. Brian Lively with the Hook and Pro Puller Magazines. If you want to keep up on other forms of media, Arden Us Goofballs on the podcast, make sure you check out two of the leading magazines in the sport of pulling and uh, the great content that you would come to expect out of Brian Lively, covering pulls, you know, all across this great nation, not only in the antique front, but also covering Lucas Oil's Pro Pulling League that you can see on MAV TV. So some great, great sponsors we have on board with us. And thank you guys for supporting us with what we do. Pardon our absence. You know, we've life, life's life gets in the way of us doing what we enjoy here. And that's sitting here and talking pulling, you know, that's that's what we enjoy. But nice part with our new format is we've expanded to other motorsports too. We're covering it all in that and along with that. Next week is going to be dedicated to Dirty Hooker Diesel and Tony Burkhardt and to the Lalone Boys and Diesel Freak because of the two events we will by next week have been at most recently, the Ultimate Callout Challenge and the first time ever Canadian-style uphill semi-drag racing up at Onaway Speedway. Mike Sturgill and all the gang up there are uh, going to be uh, up there with those guys this weekend watching some badass semi-rigs uh, loaded with trailers screaming up a hill and, and Diesel Freak tuning a lot of those. going so, uphill. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, we talk about uh, drive lines in in a sport of pulling. I don't know how these guys are doing it. You know, first gear, climb that left front tire. You know, three feet in the air, set it back down, grab another gear, pick it back up again, and keep going with a trailer. And how it doesn't just scatter parts, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, anybody could drag on flat ground when you put it on uphill. Now you're really yeah. finding them torsional forces that like ripping, <laughs> literally ripping chassis and drive lines apart you hear drag racers talk all the time about you know you break parts when you quote unquote dead hook the vehicle that's all these guys do is dead hook yeah oh absolutely so you know we we want to recap ucc but we got a lot going on right now and it's not that we don't want to give you the coverage we do but we want to give it it's due justice we've been slacking and uh, we apologize to our listeners for that you know we've been you know, getting burned out. I, Charles, you and I met Monday, and we kind of got back to center. Yep, we we took a break from yeah. everything for a minute. Just I literally did. I mean, I went on a honeymoon and and spent time in a national park and in some caves down in East Tennessee where cell phones literally don't work, and I needed that. Absolutely, and you know, I just I had a weekend off, a weekend off, and I uh, got to spend it with my family. You know, I was supposed to go up to Wisconsin to announce for Jason Schultz with uh, uh, Motorsports Mayhem, unfortunately. Rain uh, interrupting the pole segment. I know everything else went off, but the pole segment. So I actually got a weekend home for Mother's Day, and I got to spend it with my wife and my own mother and my godmother. So, you know, it was nice. But then, you know, Monday, you and I, we took a couple hours and just went somewhere, and nobody knew us other than just... Two people in there, and yep. they knew who we were, but it was, 
you know, we we weren't radio personalities or tractor pull announcers. Not that that's a big deal. Nobody gives a shit other than my kids. Yeah, you know, but I mean, we didn't have a name tied to us. We were just two guys sitting there talking and it was solving the world's problems like uh, frequenters of such establishments are wont to do. Yes. And I'll tell you what, I know I felt better afterwards. I know yeah. you've said the same. And uh, we're pushing back forward with sidetracked. We're not walking away. We never planned on, but we're promising to deliver more content, which I know I've been lacking on. And let everybody else get all the, hard, get all the ultimate call challenge stuff out there and say what they want to say. And we're going to sit back, do some digestion. And then when it's time to talk about it, we're going to say something hopefully that no one else a little fresh take, a little something, a little bit original. Highlight some cool stuff there, there and there was it's a lot. lot to digest. There a was a lot. lot. Um, honestly, yeah, I want to spend some time. I'm actually, you know, everybody else teases me because I always come in and eat. Well, I didn't this week, but coming in these podcasts with notes, I got. I want to make sure I don't miss something because there was a lot of cool stuff. So one thing we got to do is, uh, you know, we used to do the birthday reads and all that, and well. Got we got away from we, it. But we still want to do it. When, when asked, we will do it. Yeah, we, we get asked. So if you, we if you want it, it, if you want it, let just tell us. Let us know, please. Yep, and the same with the obituaries. I haven't, thank God, haven't had any come up on my radar. No, no. Thank God. You know, that's those, we do them because we want to do them, make sure, but we don't like doing I them. I don't like doing them. You know, but uh, happy birthday, of course. That belated. is the one content. I don't want that. Yes. Happy belated birthday to, uh, Miss Taylor Capozo, the wild softball pitching arm. Uh, she's uh, quite a quite a athlete uh, in softball, and daughter of a dear friend of ours, Tony or Charlie Capozo, and uh, of course niece of uh, Nick and uh, granddaughter of Tony of the Cruel Intentions pulling team. Which we're due to have Charlie back on the show here right soon because you know you won't find somebody who just wants to sit and talk pulling like we do. More than, you know, Charlie. Charlie no. just wants to sit and talk he's, about it. He's been around it a long, long time. Huge fan of the sport. Oh, and... absolutely. And uh, best of luck to them, of course, uh, and all the pullers showing up. But I got to show a little favoritism to them. Uh, going to uh, the first PPL pull in uh, Michigan for the year. Now, last year we said first PPL pull ever. But we got two this year. But, yep. of course, the, uh, what is it, Watson Diesel Nationals. Something like that. Um, being taken place at um, Michigan International Speedway, better known for its uh, NASCAR races. But uh, polls kicking off as we're recording on Thursday. Um, by the time you night, hear this, so, you know, session two will probably be underway by the time you get it this downloaded and hear it tomorrow. Yep. But uh, so good luck to the Capozo team down there. I know we had to do a lot of last minute wrenching to make sure everything was ready to go, but polished everything up and. Uh, Gave the old Volvo a wash down and clean out, and they're going in style. But good luck to them. I know there's going to be a lot of NTPA guys stacking up against the PPL. So, yeah, we got two other birthdays we need to cover, too. Yeah. Since the last time we were in studio, you had one. I did. Yeah, the day before Taylor's. Yeah. <laughs> it don't matter. Yep. It's, I'm 30 now. It don't matter anymore. Shut up. <laughs> And then before we get in studio again on Monday, uh, my wife Tanya, yes. have her birthday coming up, and um, yeah, well, you'll, you're going to hear in the interview. Uh, or actually, I don't know if we, that part was in the interview. It was talked about with our guest that uh, you know it's we're fortunate to have good women in our corner yes, that allow absolutely. us to do what we do, and um, I couldn't do half the stuff that I do without her. And 
Yeah, we I, couldn't I do it even is what we do with announcers with you know, Steph doesn't make it to a lot of the polls. She's busy with her family business, but But there's Tanya stuff that she does. Is, they both but they both do yeah. even she doesn't have to be there to allow us to do this. But Tanya's right there always yeah. helping us out and you know, unfortunately, I don't know if she'll ever listen to this, but she got she'll get some of the brunt of the attitudes as I get tired and grumpy, but love her to death still and she does an awesome job helping us out and making sure we're taken care of and she kept us fed all through UCC. Um, the pictures you're going to see, I took maybe 20 of those. The rest of them, all that, that's all her. She did yeah. all that. Yeah, no, it's, we got a good crew. Yep, we do. And, uh, and it's looking gonna... to see more, you know, as we get back rolling. I know we keep talking. Yes, Nathan Drab will be back on. Yes, yes Carl Cross will be back on. And they want to. We're, we're just trying to get our logistics set because there's been a lot of changes that have gone on since, uh, well, just prior to the last show we did, you know, last show where we had the Godfather Eric Pruitt on, but a lot of things changing and a lot of uh, digesting to do for uh, Charles and I as we try to figure out where in the hell this lunacy is going. We've always made quick decisions, but we never really had a plan. We just kind of we've winged we did it. What, we've yep. winged it, but it's always been couched in the notion that we're doing what we want to do and, and we're doing it the way we want to do it and doing what we like to do and if we're having fun rule number one if you aren't having fun get out yep and that's why if you see this show go on hiatus for a few weeks it's because it stopped being fun for a minute but uh no we're we're back and we're having fun absolutely you know i'm not gonna lie i was tired going into this show but you know we had dusty price on you're gonna hear the interview after this because we do that timey-wimey goofy stuff you know the wonders of editing yep but, uh, you know, Dusty, great guy, great having him on. And uh, just thank you to all our listeners for sticking with us because it's been a bumpy road, but we're going to keep rolling because, you know what, this is as much for you as it is for us. And uh, not trying to say you guys don't matter, but if we're not having fun, we're not doing it. And uh, the numbers don't matter to us. It, no, they really we've never, don't. We've never looked, and I don't. I don't really care. I don't. If no one can listen to it, that doesn't matter. We're still going to sit here in front of the mics and do it. Yep. So with that, we're going to take a break and uh, come back with uh, Dusty Price's interview and uh, newest member of Team Sidetracked. Wow. It's, it's so you're going to hear more cool. of him out so. throughout the whole year. You're going to be hearing from Dusty. So Absolutely. So this is Sidetracked, powered by DHD. Dirty Hooker Diesel is your full-size diesel performance specialist in Harbor Beach. We're Michigan's final authority on anything performance and replacement related. Specializing in diesel performance parts and accessories for Duramax, Cummins, and Powerstroke diesel engines. From custom-built transmissions and engines to CP3 pumps and injectors. Check them out at DirtyHookerDiesel.com. Hi, this is Tony Burkett, owner of Dirty Hooker Diesel. We are a full-service repair facility that can handle any task from stock to modified, big or small. So give us a call, 989-479-0444. Dirty Hooker Diesel, the final authority on everything performance and replacement. And we're back with Sidetrack Power by DHD and Diesel Freak. And uh, we got a goofball on the line with us, but pretty cool. We get to do something today. Yes, we do. Go ahead, Charles. I'll let you have the honors. You're the dignified one of the group. Well, today we're going to bring on the newest member of the uh, Sidetracked family, and we're happy to have him aboard with us because he has a tremendous amount of experience in motorsports. He's been involved with drag racing. He's been involved with sprint cars and now mini rod pulling. Mr. Bacon Bits himself, Dusty Price. How are you doing tonight, sir? 
What's happening, fellas? Oh, just, you know, sitting around, finally recording a podcast. It's been long delayed, but we had, uh, a lot of people don't realize we've got to make sure we're in the mood to do this and we're not going to do a show if it's not quality. And Charles goes, we got to talk to Dusty. I go, what a better reason to do a show. There we go. We would have done it last week, but I had to be on a honeymoon, so. Yeah, well, that's where, uh, well, Charles, yeah, you said you was getting married. I mean, your wife's pretty hot. Uh, but, uh, but but Armstead, I don't know, Charles, is Armstead's wife any good looking? I mean, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. He, you have not gone not, searching my Facebook page he's, yet? He's, he's punching above his weight, too. No, well, well, that's where, whatever, I didn't, I didn't do enough show prep. No, I, I outplayed my coverage significantly. <laughs> all right, all right. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and she puts up with me, so I really don't know. Well, I do know it's it cost me a lot of money to keep her around, you know. So oh, it's still cheaper to keep her. I can <laughs> yeah, say from experience, absolutely. I can tell you this. Absolutely. Well, I can guarantee you, she's cheaper than a mini rod. <laughs> yeah, but when you're tired of the mini rod, you turn the key off and you walk away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is true. This is true. I'm still paying for my last mini rod. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a diesel super. Gee. <laughs> I'd probably have two. Well, yeah, that doesn't take long, I imagine. So for those goofballs who are left listening to our show, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, of course, we know about that, you know, all right looking mini rod you have. Yeah, uh, well, um... I'm just a poor farm kid from northeastern Indiana. Um, farm with my dad. We got crops, and then uh, we've also got a hog operation. And uh, we try to keep a semi truck on the road as hard as that is. And then, uh, aside from the farm, I've got a small little marketing firm, and uh, that turned into uh, motorsports marketing. And uh, from there, um, tractor pulling's always been in my blood. Um, uh, you guys, whatever, not to say you guys are old by any means, but uh, the empty pockets. That's okay, you can say uh, it. Three, well, well, no, well, heck, I'm not very old either. I'm only 30. But, uh, so am I. Yeah. Well. <laughs> wow, thanks, Dusty. <laughs> you, you two can push my wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but, uh, but no, uh, tractor pulling's always been in my blood. I mean, uh, I think I was uh, probably conceived at a tractor pull, if you ask my parents. <laughs> but uh but no i we, won't uh, um <laughs> no uh, but uh yeah whatever if it's motorsports related i'm game what was your tie-in um you know you've had some involvement i think with uh well you raced sprint cars but i and then also had some yeah. tie-in with uh some drag racing teams too yeah well and that's where i guess it's kind of where i was going with that uh my dad was part of the empty pockets pulling team uh, the three-engine mod back in the late '80s, early '90s. Gertie's. And uh, yep. so, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. The Gardy brothers, and uh, I mean, they just lived just down the road. And um, I don't know. I, um, I guess as soon as the, as soon as uh, they got done tractor pulling, my dad always drugged me to the circle track. And I, which they I mean, were they were engine builders for some of that stuff too, were they not? No. Well, see, that's where everybody gets confused. There's the Gardy brothers that pulled, and then there's Gertie engines. Ah, okay. Out of Rochester, that built the sprint car motors. Who was sponsors of the Banner Brothers? I okay, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody gets that confused, which is fine. But, uh, um, but yeah. So, so that always took me to the to the uh, circle track and stuff, and and uh, 
man, there was whatever from like 92 to probably 2001. He never took me to a tractor pull. He did not want me to get hooked on it. Like he <laughs> so, so, so whatever I went to, uh, went to Purdue, went to college and I was telling dad, I said, man, I really want to do tractor pulling. And he said, well, he said, if you're going to do that, he said, you are on your own 100%. I was like, oh, I was like, I really don't want to do that, you know. But I was like, <laughs> I, 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 I was always fond of the mini rods. I mean, he's like, yeah, you know, they're small, like, you know, like they're a hell of a good time, you know. They crash, you know, and the, and the whole deal. And uh, um, so I went to Purdue, and one of my ag engineering professors, he uh, asked me the very first day. He said, "What do you want to do?" I said, well, let's be honest with you. I said, I just want to farm. And I said, uh, I want to, you know, drive race cars or go tractor pulling or something. And he goes, yes. and he goes, hold on a second. I was like, all right, whatever. He come back and he, he wrote down a name and a number on a piece of paper and he slid it across the desk. And, uh, and I looked at it, it said Forrest Lucas on it. And I was like, what? It was like, like, you know, Lucas oil, like, you know, I've heard of that, you know, and the whole deal. And like, you know, they, at that time it was ATPA and the whole deal. And he said, yeah, he said, I grew up with Forrest. I'm like, no kidding. Well, from then on, I mean, it's just kind of snowballed into what we have now. It's a good, good, uh, good place to apprentice. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and uh, I don't know what to say. I was too young. But I never went to the Purdue Boilermaker Pool. And everybody always talked about how that was kind of Indiana's <laughs> version of Bowling Green. And uh, that was kind of the uh, demise of it, I guess, because they, they went – they, I don't know if it rained or whatever, but they started pulling at like three in the morning, <laughs> and, uh, and and the town of Lafayette wasn't too fond of that, so they shut it down. So I tried to get that back going again, and uh, we talked to Hoosier State and whatever kind of numbers they had. Well, we were really really close to bringing uh, that would have been the second year for PPL, so that'd been 07. We almost brought PPL into Purdue. We were close, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a long story, like the, all the rest of it. I don't know if you guys really care to hear about that, but um, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll listen to anything, as you know by yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, we're really. Oh, oh well, 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 just to speed everything up, uh, I ended up working uh, for PPL for a year, and John Mears turned out to be kind of a big brother to me. Uh, I mean, I practically lived in their house. I made their guest room my home. But uh, um, so, yeah, I worked with PPL for a while. And uh, got to know a lot of the pullers over there. And not that NTPA doesn't feel like family. Um, because, I mean, I, I like and I like those guys too. But the PPL side, I mean, I hung out with those guys for pretty close to 10 years. Like all the pullers and everything. And uh, finally decided that, uh, I was like, well, you know, I'm going to go track to pull them. So this would have been, what, 2011. And the number to go track to pull them was just way too steep. I was like, man, there's just no way. The initial cost you know, of everything, even a mini rod. I mean, there's just no way I could do it. So uh, I ended up buying a couple wing sprint cars and said that I'm going to go sprint car racing. And, man, was that stupid. Because smash <laughs> yeah, the initial investment's lower, but then you wad a few of them up. Yeah, well, and that's just it. I mean, uh, um, there's nothing like running a wing sprint car. I mean, that's the most fun you can ever have with your clothes on. I have, I, yeah. Challenge accepted. Is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is... That was, oh, that was something else. I mean, you go into a turn, you feel the G's, and, I mean, like, your eyeballs roll back in your head because you're going so darn fast. And it, uh, um, that, that was cool. That was fun for a while. And then uh, um, yeah, we did that for 
uh, three, four years. And, uh, um, I started penciling everything out and I was like, man, how much with, with how much I'm spending on this, I can afford to go pulling. And, uh, all of my sponsors with oh, the front car, I, like I told money. them, I said, Hey, you know, I said, I won't buy a mini ride. They were all on board. So it's about a year and a half ago. Um, we bought a mini and, uh, here we are. Talk about uh, your tie-in. You did some time with uh, Terry McMillan's top fuel team, did you oh, not? Oh, yeah. Yeah the, yeah, the drag racing side. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, actually, one of my sponsors at Six Beer Pearl, um, Chris, he lives out in Vegas, and he was, at that time, he was actually, uh, um, whether it be marketing, sales, whatever, with the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And uh, him and I, oh, shoot, I left out all the monster truck stuff, too, it did. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, dang. Man, it, it's you see why we wanted this guy to be a part of sidetrack no kidding yeah yeah well, well it's it's tough but uh uh i guess to back up even more again uh mirrors did monster jam well mirrors got me involved with that and that's where i met chris bozen with 6b and chris had done monster jam for 15 years prior to me even getting in it and uh whatever chris was just I mean, we were just, you know, in the hotel bar one time, just, just kind of, you know, chit-chatting back and forth. And Drinking water. Chris said, hey. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nah, it's either got to be Bush no. Light or Michelob Ultra for me. You've had your limit today. And now, you drink water. And now, now, especially that I got a mini ride and I got to keep my weight down. Now it's strictly Bush Light. Oh, God. Say, I'm glad to hear oh, you yeah. drop the Mick Ultra. Your girlfriend might get upset you're drinking her beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a Budweiser man, but it's, uh, Another reason why we like him. Yeah, no kidding. As we're sitting next yeah. to a six-foot-long uh, yeah. Budweiser poster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a Budweiser man, but, man, NCPA, PPL, they need to have their mini-rod rules be like 3,500-pound class. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be much better off. But, uh, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, we uh, we did the monster truck thing. Um, uh, had a heck of a good time doing that. Met a lot of good people. And, uh, whatever. I got home from a show one time. I don't even remember where the heck we were at. And, uh, my phone rang and it was kind of a local number. And, uh, I just answered it and Terry McMillan, he calls and I'm like, you know, I, I didn't grow up around drag racing. I mean, we went tractor pulling, we went to monster truck shows and we did circle track. That's all I grew up doing. And, uh, he says, Hey, you know, yeah, this is Terry McMillan with, uh, with the top fuel. Um, uh, gator car and the whole deal and i'm like this is who i was like i don't i don't i don't know who you are well then he goes he goes oh he said just hold on a little bit i gotta make another phone call well then chris bozen with 6b called and said hey terry wants to talk to you about working on his nitro top fuel car and i'm like i don't even know who he is he's like do you know who john force is i'm like yeah i know who john force is he goes well this guy runs with them i'm like oh okay you know whatever <laughs> and i'm like man this guy is like you know this guy's a top fuel drag racer like this is you know pretty kick-ass and uh so yeah that was kind of a kind of a neat deal i mean i'd never seen a top fuel car i'd never seen a nitro car or anything and i'm going in, into his shop but i'm just looking around going why do you have 50 aluminum blocks laying around <laughs> like, all of them's in, in different states of being dynamited i'm like man this is tractor pulling galore in here and then uh He's a pretty cool yeah, guy um, for being such a, a strong <laughs> independent in uh, in amongst the super teams. And I think at the time you were working with him, he was still based up in Elkhart, I think it was. 
yeah, 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 he's yeah. If yeah, if you guys ever go to the Goshen Tractor Pull, yeah, he's only ten miles from there. Yeah, um, I, I which, think now he's only moved, twenty miles from my house. I think now he's moved down to Indy, um, just to Correct. be nearer to the the critical mass there in Nitro Alley. But yeah, cool dude right. that uh, really you know he's he's been that independent force and has had the the strong backing from Emily Oil being behind him for all these years. And thank God for them to keep him out there doing it. Oh, exactly. I mean, yeah, he's. Yeah, that's a that's a completely different deal there. I mean, when you want to talk about yeah being a small fish in a big pond, I mean that's yeah 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 that's that was pretty neat. And uh, I mean just to experience that, I mean it. Uh, I mean I was a what was I twenty three twenty four year old kid, and I mean the very first time I ever saw a nitro car fire up, we all went down to uh, West Palm Beach in Florida, and John Force was parked right next to us. And uh, John Force fired his car up, and it was idling. And I told all the guys, I said, man, I said, isn't that nitro car, you know, isn't that idling a little rough? And they were like, like, they all looked at me like I was crazy. I'd never heard of nitro car. So, yeah, that was that was pretty neat. I mean, getting to yeah, build those motors and, well, it wasn't so cool having a wrench on them 24 hours a day, but it is what it is. Oh, yeah, because, you know, it's just really rough. You know. Yeah, but it's an experience yeah. you can you can take with you, and, and no one can ever take that away from you that you got to do something uh, like that. Oh, exactly. Well, and that's where basically, I mean, I told everybody, I got paid to go to school, whether it be building motors, and especially on that side of it within NHRA, I mean, the corporate um, side of marketing, that was where I really paid a lot of attention. Because I was like, man, I was like, you know, you've got Mopar, you got Penn's Oil, you got Lucas Oil, and you got Amley. I mean, you've got so many of these big companies that are sponsoring these these teams that don't have that big of budgets, really. And uh, you know, knowing what I know now about about drag racing is there's a lot of tractor pullers out there that have bigger budgets than a lot of the pro NHRA teams. I think. <laughs> I I think I could I mean, believe that honestly. Yeah, I mean, well, the drag racing guys, they're just die hard. I mean, uh, they're willing to, you know, sell their house, sell their boat, sell whatever they have. And the tractor pulling stuff today, at least on the Grand National level, I mean, these boys, I know a lot more pullers that have gone broke from tractor pulling than those that have, you know, sustained a 20-year-plus career. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I enjoy the drag racing stuff, but at the same rate, it's like, hey, you know, I kind of need to get back to my roots. I need to understand you know, going 300 feet at 35 mile an hour versus a thousand foot at 340. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 with you, and of course that's where the reason we're here. Right. But you've leveraged a lot of what you've learned doing all those different things to really put together probably one of the I want to say one of the most aggressive and, and premier packages for prospective sponsors with your mini rod, and and it's paid off where you got a brand new uh, sponsor you got on board for the 2018 season. Yeah, and that's um that's. That's the only reason I did what I did. I mean, uh, uh, even with the sprint cars, I mean, I looked at it as a business. And I was very, very fortunate that we had 100% of our expenses covered. Now, I say 100% of our expenses. That doesn't mean people went out and bought me motors and stuff. I mean, it was $1,000 a week to run the sprint car. So I was like, all right, you know, like how much does this tractor pulling thing cost? Well, uh, after I made my business model, of course – nobody's ever going to make any money tractor pulling. So I had to completely throw that out the window, but I was like, I'm going to have a mini rod because if it's just me in the shop, I can push it around or I can haul it around with a forklift, you know, and I don't need the big toter. I don't, you know, I can put it in a little trailer with a pickup truck. 
And I was like, if I'm going to make this work, like I need to, I need to just do the mini ride because everybody thinks it's popular. But then I kept looking at it and looking at it. And I'm like, there is no ad space on this. So I was going back through a bunch of my marketing notes and stuff. And back when I first worked for PPL, I found, and this is whatever, it's kind of the cliche thing, but I found a paper napkin that I had put in a folder of a mini rod with a body on it. I'm like, that's what I need. I need to find a body. So my first call was to uh, Scott Rods there in uh, uh, Monroeville, right there, pretty close to SCS Gearbox in Bellevue. And they had this little Fiat. We went over there and looked at it, and I'm like, this is going to be pretty kick-ass if we can make this work. So, yeah, we got the body trimmed out a little bit, got it on there, and uh, whatever. I think I've still got more movable weight than a lot of guys. Well, that's because you're drinking all that Michelob Ultra. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I ought to, find, I ought to get them to sponsor. That, that'd, be, that'd be something pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it really, <laughs> you know, people can say what they want to, you know, but the vices so to speak, really are what kept major motorsports going for so very long. If it wasn't for the, the beer and cigarettes. Winston Cup, money. Bush Series, exactly. Skull Bandit, exactly. yeah. you know. And everybody wants to go back to a supposed golden age of pulling in the 1980s, and I will argue that today is the golden age, and we just don't know it yet. But, yeah, you had Redman yeah. and Skull and Copenhagen behind a yep. lot of that. Right, and that's where, I mean, even talking to a lot of the uh, – um, older guys that come around tractor pulling and stuff. I mean, guys that even had, not not even Grand National tractors, but guys that had, you know, the single-engine economies and stuff back in the 80s. And they they told me, you know, like, tractor pulling will never be NASCAR because we don't spend four hours on the racetrack. And, and I was like, yeah, but, you know, there's got to be a way to leverage this to a company that actually understands. And just like you alluded to, I mean, we've got uh, Phil Wright, which is uh, – um, anybody that's got a pickup truck with a fuel tank in the back, I mean, 99% of the people have got that red fuel pump sitting on top of it. And Phil Wright, they're actually, the pumps, they're actually built about 25 miles from my house. And uh, it took two and a half years to finally get them on board. Persistence so. pays off, and there's the lesson there. And, and good for you for getting you know, local business and keeping, you know, you're out on the road around the country and it's a national product, but you're keeping people employed right there at home. Well, and, and, uh, uh, I took them to one pool. Um, actually, yeah, it was, it was two and a half, three years ago. And I had the lead marketing guy there. I mean, whatever in tractor pulling, everybody thinks we're all hillbillies and rednecks, which I mean, I, I, I tend to agree. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I had I had to dress up, you know, in slacks, a polo. I had to, you know, really, you know, present myself. And that guy got out of his Cadillac Escalade, and, you know, him and his wife were on their way to go to a movie. And uh, um, he didn't even stay and watch the poll or anything. He just, he's like, you know, I just kind of want to see what's going on. And as soon as he walked in through the pit gate, he was looking at all the vehicles, and he's like, man, this stuff looks expensive. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, you have no idea. And as soon as he saw as soon as he saw the crowd, he said, "We need to be here." I'm like, "Hey, all right, cool. You know the whole deal." Well, they actually um, they sponsor a lot of different stuff. They sponsor a lot of uh, uh, minor league baseball and things like that. And uh, finally, I guess some of the contracts with that stuff come up. And that guy called me on January second. He said, "Hey, uh, you get you got a little bit of time?" I was like, "Yeah, okay." And he said, uh, "2018, we're going tractor pulling." I was like, "No way." And so far, I mean, they have been the best 
marketing partner, sponsor, whatever you want to call it, that I have ever had. I mean, if I need it, they are on the phone. Like when we blew up the last motor there at Eaton, when that uh, when that Hemi decided to throw its bones out on the ground, uh, they watched it on YouTube and they watched it on Facebook, and there was a check in the mail the next day. I mean, that was I was like, man, I'm like you just don't have that very often. Wow, you pretty much never, really. Yeah, so good. No, I'm very very fortunate, and I'm ready to ready to show them a good time this summer. We're probably going to have. No, we're gonna have Michelob and uh, and Bush Light and box wine in the in the cooler. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, I think you got a good uh, a good setup, a good time with your marketing partner. We look forward to uh, the reveal on the new look for for Bacon Bits here, probably within a yeah. couple of weeks. Uh, I've seen it. I think it looks awesome, much better than the black and blue. I already told you the cameras are gonna love this. Yeah, well, and that's well, we kind of I kind of wanted to leave it kind of raw, raw looking that way sponsors would look at me and go man that kid there needs help (laughs) (laughs) i mean if i could find some rust spray paint or something i about did that too just like yeah you know like yeah this thing's starting to rot up and everything else because i mean we've been trashed the motor last summer i mean i got one and a half runs out of it and uh as yeah as far as my marketing budget was concerned and all that i was like wow this is not good but uh, um, Beanie, he called me the next day, and he said, hey, you need to come over to Wadsworth. I think I got what you need. I was like, Ken, there's no way I can afford anything you've got sitting over there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, me and uh, Craig Sage with SDS, we went over there, and we literally pulled his spare motor out of his hauler. So uh, he was like, yeah, he said, this is the one that, uh, the one that we're going to give you. And I was like, give me? And he goes, well, I kind of use that term a little loosely. <laughs> my podiatrist yeah. says i gotta give it to you because every time i walk in this trailer i stub my toe on it so here you go <laughs> yeah 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 so, so yeah so we had that motor and uh um i could tell you exactly what happened but i don't want to i don't wanna make any of the any of the michigan and wolverine pullers upset so we won't but it's not a problem here because we're Spartan fans. So, <laughs> no, one, one of us is a Spartan fan. The other one doesn't give a crap. Oh, oh, well, you'll have that too. So, what what yeah. is your combo with the with the bacon bits mini? What you know, you don't have to give away you know all the specs, but uh, you know, what's your what's your setup? What chassis and engine combo are you running? Well, well, the chassis um, is actually a spare. Uh, well, it was a spare. I guess it actually got used as a uh, honkin' donkey red from Hathaway's. And that went to, you guys would know better than I would, but Lee Swift ran it as the fat assassin. Okay, yep. And this tractor here was actually the one that Lee Swift, um, whatever, he wanted you to see the bottom of the oil pan down to Arcola. Oh, he did. Um, Lee Swift was good for doing that with several chassis at several places. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and then so this maybe maybe you should have traded him one of your sprint cars for it. Right. Well, well we could have. I wouldn't have been afraid to do that. <laughs> uh, but uh, no. So and then uh, um, Rickers uh, bought the tractor off of Advanced Chassis then, and they ran it for I don't know probably part season or something like that and then it sat for a year and then uh, uh they ended up moving down to to florida with their rod business and they had it listed for sale and i was i uh, I, I told myself i said well you know it's like here's a complete mini rod ready to go and went down there bought it come home and yeah here we are but uh um 
it uh well i guess at that time it had that chevy and that chevy that chevy didn't want to play very long no it didn't and then uh no and then uh well it's probably my fault um i mean learning it takes experience um you know to kind of learn how to run one of them and, and learn a good clutch setup um kind of kind of know what i want now and then uh so yes yeah, so then we had uh the Vini hemi and uh um actually ken's got my new motor um pretty much done it's supposed to be done i think tomorrow and uh probably go pick it up and yeah we could if we weren't farming and we could have it all put up put back together and we'd be headed to mis but i don't think that's gonna happen but uh but yeah um i guess to answer your question it's an advanced chassis um with a ken Vini hemi um i'd I could tell you everything about the motor, but then I'd probably have to hurt you. No, that's so, and that's fair. I won't no, ask so you. I can't. No, no. It's uh, it's now especially this new motor. It is the absolute latest, greatest. I mean, it's no expense spared. Absolute everything. And then we've got a new uh, DM, uh, DMPE blower going on top of it. Um, we spent some big, big dollars there. Um, just, just trying to get some reliability back in it. Um, I think Ken was trying some things and I was a little hard on it. Um, I didn't think I was being hard on it, but, uh, Ken's, Ken's trying to help me out. Just, uh, hopefully trying to make it live for, for the rest of the summer. That's yeah. And that would be good. I think for you get some seat time and, and keep, keep all the rods inside the block. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, well, that, my sponsors, they even scolded me. They said, after this second motor, this is the last time we're going to keep writing new checks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh, come on. I was like, we're good for at least, like, you know, two or three motors, aren't we? <laughs> so, yeah. That's so, two or three uh, a year, uh, right? Two or three a year. Yeah. 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 So, well, that's where we're actually, whatever, as soon as we get this motor home from Ken, we're actually going to work on a spare motor uh, with him. And that's where, yeah, hopefully we can, whatever. My, my, not to say a dream, uh, Ideally, we want to make it to BG. Uh, that's we didn't we didn't get to do that last year. That was kind of a bummer. That'd but, be a good uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna yeah we're gonna take a lot of timing out of it and put a lot of fuel to it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. If my uh, my competitive juices they'll get to flowing and yeah. I, I got to hear my my first time when me and Craig fired it up the first time. We were checking the time. Time is like thirty six degrees. Man, they sound good when they're up there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, and Craig was like, yeah, he's like, man, I kind of like that. And then yeah, we checked her the time light, and I'm like, no, cut that number in half. <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> yeah, hope, right. Hope you recorded well, it because we aren't doing it again. Well, that's that's just it. I was like, man, I was like. Man, if we ran it there, I'd know what it's like to run a honking donkey or a, or a power tractor then. But, oh, well, it is what it is, but no, I'm ready. It's only a number. Just summer. remember that. It's only a number. Yeah, well, it's only money, too, until the money starts getting pretty dwindled down. And it's like, man, you know you're poor when you can, yeah, when all you can afford is Keystone Light and a <laughs> bag of potato chips. College? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even in college, man, everybody else is drinking Keystone or Coors. I'm like, man, give me the Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, going to like, going to school like, up here was a Labatt's. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. You boys, you good boys, are too close to the border for that. Real close. We're what? Yeah. We're mile, mile and a half from where we sit right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not mad. No, no. 
No, we could. Yeah. Uh, well, that's where I. If I wasn't, if I wasn't busy working on the farm or whatever, I thought the only way I could talk to you boys is if I cracked a beer open. Well, sometimes that I is mean, true, but actually, well, we don't. That's where I, well, I thought I would hear all kinds of. All my beers in the cooler right now in the back of the car. Yeah, we don't even have any in here right now. Oh, man, that's I'm slacking. How are you guys even functioning? Uh, still, still drunk from yesterday. Oh well. You'll have that. I had a couple after work, so I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Something I did want to ask you about, because you're the first mini rod guy we've had on the show since since Ken Ken Benny. Benny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've seen an evolution. It's something I'm curious about, and I hope other people are too. In the early 1980s, there's the usual wild experimentation with mini rod chassis, and then we saw kind of a, a settling around really through the 1990s around wedge chassis and mini rods. And then sometime around 2000, the pendulum swung back towards being all tube frame, and that's where we're at today. You don't see a lot of the mm-hmm. mini rods torque and twist up like they used to. What what are What is the philosophy and the design behind a mini rod that gets it to hook into the track without putting all that big twist and torque up into the chassis? Well, and that's where uh, well, I, I contribute a lot of it um, to the drag racing side of it. Um, ah, helium inflated chassis. tires. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's where, uh, um, I don't know. It, it's, it's really neat. Um, how it really works. And that's where even, to, even to sit in the seat. Um, I mean, I've even cut a lot of tubes and stuff out of this chassis here. Um, just, you know, to kind of give it my own twist. And I kind of like where I kind of like where I'm at with it, but, uh, it's just, I, I don't know if it's so much the chassis so much as, as guys just finally understand, you know, about the different uh, tubing diameters, the different thicknesses, the different um, triangulations, you know, the different angles, you know, to, to make it all work. But one thing that, that I think um, has a lot to do with it, too, is the motors are, they're so balanced. Um, they're, the motors are whatever the motors are just freaking sweet at least the one from from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to where i mean i mean like, like like when you lay into the throttle you feel the front end come up i mean you can feel it twist and squirm just a little bit but as soon as you feel them rear tires balloon up i mean you could have a, a glass of water in there with me and that would never shake vibrate or spill as far as i'm concerned that thing is just so smooth it's uh I don't know. It's, it's 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 a dream to drive because I mean you really don't. I mean you do have to drive it. I mean I'm on the brakes all the time. I think and uh, it's uh, I'm trying to keep it to go straight. But it uh, uh, it's I don't I don't know. I mean you don't feel it binding up any. And then even when you look at the driveline shielding and stuff, I mean it does bind up some, but not much anymore. And to that I really don't have an answer. I mean I'm not a not a big time chassis builder. Although it did work for advanced chassis for about six months. Are they building? Uh, you're are, you're thirty, right? Yeah, you've done everything. Wow! Are they building these chassis? What the hell have I done with my life? I mean, I know they build them in a chassis jig and on a plate and all that, but are they building these with preload into the tubes? Are they welding them loaded? Well, and that's where the, there is a lot of tie bars and stuff. I mean, there's a, like a wishbone looking bar that attaches to the bottom of the rear end that goes to the frame rails. I mean, you can you can put a lot of preload. Um, to say on one wheel or another, and uh, it's 
I don't to say it's to say it's a science by any means. It's not. I mean, it's tractable. And come on, get, get, we aren't too smart. But uh, <laughs> it, uh, I don't know. Dan Bowers is a pretty sharp, dude. Yeah, he, oh, he, oh, he is. Oh, them, them boys. I mean, yeah, they're good people and the whole deal. And uh, but it's, I don't know. I mean, you really had to, um, you really had to look at a lot of the drag racing side. I think. I think that's what makes these little tractors work. It can make a big tractor work too. But uh, the drag racing side. Um, there's just whatever. Let's say like right at the hit, right at the green light when the when the tree falls. There's just so much load, you know, throughout the whole run or whatever. Tractor pulling is exactly the opposite of drag racing. And uh, any chassis builder that knows anything about drag racing, if he, if he can, if he can build a drag car, he can build a pulling tractor. And I think that only works because of how these motors react now, um, because of whatever to say like the torque curve or anything else i mean i don't know yeah really you on just a, on a mod you just said the I mean, word that, that i've since you since you've been talking about the engine smoothness and things like that i've heard there's a voice that's rattling around in the back of my head and i hear keith black talking in the 1960s about well we're going to take the torque out of these hemis versus when he was doing boat racing he wasn't even doing drag racing right. and yeah. i think that's maybe what what you know in a sport of pulling is always torque 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 well, I think that's what they're going for now with these mini rod engines. Is you know maybe take the stroke out, keep them big bore, get them up in the RPM range, and get them get them floating on the tires, as you say, and just let that friction do its thing. Yeah, you know, exactly. And that's where, well, and that's where with this new motor, I'm going to let out a little secret. We're actually going to go the other way with it. We're actually going to uh, try to try to bring a little bit of torque back into it. Um, just a whatever see what happens reliable yeah 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 it's kind of a reliability thing because i mean a motor is only made to go so many revolutions i don't care what you got whether you got a you know 871 detroit motor whatever and it's uh i don't know we're, we're gonna try something a little different because what we had worked just fine but i think me and ken get along because we're always throwing different ideas out there and uh ken was like well let's try this and i'm like let's do it whatever so it's, I don't know, tractor pulling back in like the 80s and stuff, I would have loved to try to ride on one of them to where when the guys thought that if you had the front tire laid completely on its side going down the track, that that was a good thing. And, I mean, Rick Peters, he's the only one left that still does anything remotely close to that. Mister, I'm yeah. still not retired. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he's got that new European chassis now, so I don't know if he's going to try to make a floater chassis out of that. I mean, he won last weekend, so hard to say. But, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's really cool. I mean, to just look at these, I mean, you'd be looking at it going, well, you know, it looks like a dang pro mod race car or something, you know, how they're how they're all built. And, uh, I mean, that's why I had to go with Advance. And then, I mean, uh, you've got an SCS driveline and, and all that. I mean, it's uh, tractor pulling today. It's, it's, it's so refined that it's not even I – don't, I don't know. I mean – there's well for one they cost so darn much that they better be refined yeah but it's uh uh i don't know they're they're like a true state-of-the-art race vehicle and uh i don't know it's it's really cool um especially even to show sponsors i mean still they, they look at it and they're like oh yeah it's a little race car the whole thing and then they look at the motor and stuff and they're like oh yeah like they have no idea what they're looking at i'm like you're looking at like a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> that's all you need to know <laughs> and uh yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, the state of tractor pulling, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty excited about it, but yeah, I think the um, the 
golden era of, of being back in the 80s and all that, that would have been really cool to be old enough to appreciate it, I guess, back then, too. Yeah, I, I was old enough to have seen it and remember <laughs> it, but, yeah, to really appreciate it, no. Uh, I was too young. Yeah. yeah, well, and through the tractor pulling thing, if you want to say I've done a lot, the only class that I've not been involved in as far as helping build engines or being a crew guy, what have you, sitting in the seat, is a, uh, uh, a diesel super and a semi. The rest of the classes, I pretty well got covered. And uh, I'm, you, you saved a, a couple of the best for last. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's where me and Jeff Demars. I mean, to say we're the best of friends, I think we Snapchat each other a hundred times a day. But uh, when he <laughs> some was, things we don't need to know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Snapchat's not just for tractor pulling pictures. But, uh, <laughs> No, Ooh, uh, Jeff. No, uh, uh, no, I mean those guys, especially. I mean they've been working with Blackburns and oh, their yeah. whole new setup. I mean you guys had that show here a couple weeks ago talking about their new shop. Yep. Uh, like, oh my goodness, yeah. Wouldn't it be nice just to have enough money just to do something like that? Someday, if I hit the lottery, which I won't. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know, but uh, yeah, the Diesel Super guys. I mean it's. That's, I mean, I love that class. I mean, well, and you guys have hit on it, and uh, I mean, it's kind of part of your guys' show. Is I think there's too many classes in NTPA myself, or tractor pulling in general. Oh boy! And uh, yeah, we're we're not going to start that. We're not going to we're not going to rev up that rant tonight. I think that's why it took so long for me to be called back from winter break this year from work. <laughs> Certain super farm comment. Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As I spent the past two days working on it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just excited that I've got a, I've got a seat at the table. And, uh, I mean, I wish I had two or three minis. That way I could just have fun all weekend long and, and all that. But a lot of times I wish I was just a spectator too. Well, that seems to be the happening thing though with the mini rods is once you get one, they still might reproduce like rabbits and you end up with. You know, 17, 18 of them. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a, I've never driven a mod, never driven diesel super or whatever, but my goodness, that mini rod, that is addicting. Um, I the only thing I can it would compare be. it to is, well, that's to say, the only thing I can compare it to is a sprint car. Um, just because, I mean, they're small, um, to say they go fast. I mean, the minis do put on a pretty good show, but it, uh, um, I don't know. I, I think it's. I think people just have a fascination because if you take the motor off of the mini rod, you've got nothing. I mean, motor is everything. The motor is the biggest part, and that's to me that's just really cool to think that you you're going to straddle a you know twenty five hundred to three thousand horsepower motor. Yeah, that's I think pretty, a, pretty stupid, but a lot of times the, the pictures get shared around of the Slaws minis where they're literally you know straddling the back of the engine and just you know guys from other forms of motorsport look at that and go no way uh-uh never yeah exactly exactly well and i've had some drag racing guys comment on the, on the uh fiat body on bacon bits and they're like hey you know you got a body like you must have one quite a firewall to keep you away from that and then i show them a picture and they're like how come you don't have a firewall i'm like well that's because the blower is like six inches from my face <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, plus there's the, you know, I think what a lot of the drag people don't seem to understand either is that when you blow up a drag engine, you know, say a pro mod, let, you know, for sake of argument, same style engine, depending on where yeah. it lets go on the track, 
you're going 240 miles an hour, and it takes a little while to stop. A pulling tractor doesn't oh. take that long to stop. No. No, no. And that's for, well, that's the only reason, I mean, to say you're doing tractor pulling. I mean, Tyler Slaw, he's even told me, he's like, you know, tractor pulling, it's, to say it's just like drag racing, it is what it is, but it's like, it's relatively safe. It is. I mean, I mean, it's, and that's the only reason I'm doing it now. That's why we've been doing the sprint car stuff. After you had a couple people, um, a couple of really good friends, I mean, pass away doing that. It's like, hey, you know, like, is this really worth it? Yeah. And then I asked my folks, I'm like, hey, well, what do you guys think about tractor pulling? My dad was all about it. He's like, yeah, sell them sprint cars. Let's get like five of them mini rods going. I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, I get excited because he says that. And he goes, oh, but you're doing it on your own dime again. I'm like, ah. <laughs> so so yeah whatever it's uh yeah 100 percent on my own dime but at, at any rate i mean i told myself i'm not going to be stupid about it that's where uh pretty close to 100 percent um of what i do is paid for through sponsors so um that's it's a pretty big deal um as far as that goes i mean tractor pulling or the actual pulling itself is the means behind the madness but it's only one percent of what people see, but it's what everybody sees. They don't see, you know, all the phone calls, all the emails, no. all the conference meetings I've got. And, uh, I mean, I've been at that 10 years with the marketing business. And I mean, it took me, it took me this long to get where I'm at. And I know I don't have a whole lot to show for it. I don't have a six engine mod, but, uh, I just say, I'm just blessed to have a seat at the table. Yeah. You've, you've gone farther than most and, and I can sympathize with you. You know, we, we've had this adventure going, two and a half years basically and you know my involvement certainly goes back further than that and so does drew's and yeah it's to a point people don't realize oh you just show up at a poll and all you do is talk on the microphone you don't see the three four weeks before that where reading everything you can and talking to people and the website maintenance and the emails and all the stuff that there is never a night where i'm not doing something for this right well and then i mean to say both of you guys i'm I mean, you guys are pretty blessed that you've got women at home that, you know, are willing to support you and understand all that. Some oh, of us, absolutely. some of us, some of us had to misfire on the first round to find out. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, well I'm, I'm 30 years old and, uh, I mean, whatever. I've got a chick at every port, I think, but oh, uh, I've, got, I've got, I've got none that have, that have been willing to stick it out yet. Yeah, no, I've been very fortunate, you know, Steph's been with me now 14 years, but you know, right away she was going to polls with me, but, you know, never yeah. thought I'd venture into the deep end like I have and get involved. And she's been the one actually pushing me, keeping me out there doing it. I know Charles and I have talked, you know, and yeah. there's been times I'm ready, hang up the hat. I just want to go back to being a competitor or just sit on the sidelines. And she's the one who says, no, mm-hmm. keep out. You got to stay out there. You got to stay with it. So, yeah. well, and well, you don't want to be, you know, 50, 60 years old saying what if. I mean, that's always, if you talk to any old-timers, which the old-timers, those guys are my friends. I mean, I don't have any friends of my age around here, only because, I mean, nobody can afford to farm anymore or start up farming, and nobody can afford to go racing of any kind anymore, which is unfortunate. Um, it's just, uh, I hate to think of tractor pulling as a dying breed, but uh, but we do need we do need an influx of young people. Um, and I don't know how to do that other than the diesel pickup trucks. Um, I mean, that's, that's where it's at. That's, there's a lot of people who don't like it. And I, I'll say I'm a tractor guy, but I work for a diesel yeah. pickup shop. Why? Because that's what's right. happening. It's what's going on. Yeah. 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 
and it's and that's where um I mean, well we're not the only form of motorsport suffering from that i mean it's clear no. across the board no uh and that's well the biggest thing is even uh i mean whatever most of my friends are like 70 to 50 years old just because of how it is but i mean there's a lot of kids who are 16 they don't care to get a driver's license yeah yeah and it's like you know you know i, I don't understand that well after getting to talk to all, a lot of my colleagues in nascar and stuff they're just like well you know kids just aren't attracted to cars anymore so that's why you know like the demographic of nascar it's just as old as ours i mean nobody you know no kids really let's say kids being under 20 they don't they're just not attracted to it and I don't know how to do that other than everybody's got a diesel pickup now. And if they blow smoke, then they're attracted to that. And I'm like, well, you know, if a, if a diesel pulling truck has to be the star of a tractor pulling show so I can still go pull my mini rod, I'm all for it. Yeah, um, but the the difficulty is that, that we're seeing and learning, you know, UCC, we, we see this big time, is that yeah. – Diesel pickups aren't any cheaper than any of the other stuff, and yeah. some young kid comes in and mm-hmm. thinks he's going to set the world on fire. I'm going to the baddest diesel truck in the world, and I see it at the shop too. They call up, "Hey, yeah. I want to do this. I want to make this X number of horsepower. You know, what what am I looking at?" And, okay, get out yeah. your wall. That's going to be sixty thousand dollars. Click. <laughs> Never hear from him again. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's easy to hit six hundred horse on a diesel truck right now. Yeah. Oh, I want twelve hundred. Yeah, you're tripling to quadrupling the money it takes to get there yeah you know it's well, you, not that easy we we can get you there but you're gonna get there for one block and then you're gonna need a wheelbarrow yep yeah <laughs> exactly. you know people i guess people just don't realize it literally is cubic dollars it is yeah oh oh for sure and that's well when I sold the sprint cars and I was like, okay, you know, like, like I want to get back into tractor pulling. I mean, not to make this about me, but I was like, it is about you. That's what you were here for, bud. No, 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 no. But that's where, when I was looking at all the different classes, you know, from a marketing standpoint of what I was going to do, I was like, well, I didn't necessarily want to look at it as far as initial investment. Cause I was like, you know, everybody likes the mods. Everybody likes a pro stock. Everybody likes to know all the above. And there was a, uh, um, a light super stock. Oh, what the heck was the name of that tracker? It was uh stab or stop machine. Yeah. Uh, full throttle deer. Full throttle yep. deer. Yep. Yeah. 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 And I, I talked to those guys for a while and uh, I almost pulled the trigger on that. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's what I need and the whole deal. But man, just to run a super stock or whatever. I mean, it's the numbers, the numbers are double, triple what it was for a mini. And uh, um, I was like, yeah, all right. Well, and I mean, I'm sure you guys have probably seen it on Facebook, but I was, that's when I was still working for uh, Advanced Chassis. I was talking to uh, to to, uh, to Wagglers mm-hmm. about their Duramax deal. And yep. uh, yeah, if we ever, if we ever get a, get it going or whatever, or if I ever get tired of something, yeah, we're going to have another chassis and, you know, we're going to put one of them Wagler Duramaxes on a, on a Mini. I'd love to. I'd love to see yeah. that. Yeah. Well, well, I keep, I keep, I keep, uh, I keep telling him all the time. Well, like down to PRI, uh, he's down there, you know, with SCS and 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 those guys. And I was like, you just need to make that block into Swiss cheese. Well, <laughs> funny. Hundred feet. It's funny to say that because while we were at UCC, we were busy announcing. We didn't have a chance to go in the midway and talk to him, but he had that pro mod there, and Eric Pruitt was there helping us out with some stuff. He did go talk to Jeremy, and, and Jeremy said exactly yeah. that. 
they have a ton of room to make that thing a lot lighter than what it is right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, and that's where <sighs> Wagler's a good dude, but gosh dang it, I told him, I said, if we put that on a mini rod, I said, you know how many people you'll have upset? I yeah. said, you'll steal everybody's thunder. Yep. Yeah. But somebody's got to do it sooner or later, whether it's a two-wheel drive or a mini, somebody's got to do something. <laughs> You know, we talk. What's yeah. going to be the thing to keep the crowd coming back? Well, you got to give. I'm sorry, this is an indictment of North American pulling that the Europeans understand. With it being all hemi, 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 you got to sooner or later, right. you got to come up with something new to look at. Yeah, we've gotten way too cookie cutter with things, and honestly, that's we went to the TNT poll. It was nice. We got to see an Arius in the in between yeah. in a two wheel drive. Chevy's. We got to see the hemi. Got to see Chevys. I mean, I think we even had Keith Black Olds in the mix. Yeah, there was a KB Olds. Truck you know, it, it was yeah. great seeing the flavors back again, but it's like, you know, to the average fan, that's still just a blower motor truck. They don't realize, yeah. you know, what the difference is. But you look at the European classes, it's every flavor of motor out yeah. there. Oh, oh, and yeah, I agree 100%. The only thing, the only, whatever to say, rebuttal or anything to that debate is that even if you did open up the rules, I mean, you would have a lot of a lot of really cool stuff. But if you want to win, you've got to have the all aluminum Hemi. I mean, you do. they're just consistent. I mean, that's that's the unfortunate side of it. It's just they're consistent, they're easy to work on, and you can go from hauler to hauler and get parts or whatever. And I don't know. I I, I would like to see if we just open up the rules, kind of you know, kind of see what happens. But uh, I mean, even if you guys want to talk about EFI and that whole deal. I mean, it's, I, I'm not sure. I don't know if it's the, if it's the absolute silver bullet, let's say, of, you know, of saving it, uh, you know, of saving tractor pulling. Um, no, I think it would still be primarily Hemi if you want EFI, but everybody's going to switch over. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people would be switching to turbo. Yep. Well, well, well exactly. And then that's where, you know. Which is cool well, for a yeah. year or two while it's getting figured out. But then after that, we're back to the same problem. Exactly, and that's where I mean we talked about EFI down at the down at the farm show with a lot of guys, and, and me and Ken even talked about it. And Ken was like, you know, we could spend all that money on EFI to still only go three hundred foot. Yep. You know, yep. and, and he's like, even though yes, you would add a little bit of reliability. Um, I, and I'm just talking mini rod class. I, he was like, still like, you know, you blow up. So you throw $15,000 worth of electronics on the ground now, too, amongst all the aluminum and oil. Yeah. You know, you know, and I was like, yeah, I was like, let's not do that. I'm already too good at that. Yeah, but, no, 100%. No, and that's where, I mean, uh, like Jeff Hurt, I mean, he's got his EFI straightened out, I guess, on uh, on on his alcohol super. So, I mean, you guys can go see that at MIS. Um, I talked to, when I really? talked to Craig last night. I didn't realize yeah, they Craig. could run electronic fuel in those. Oh, yes, you yeah, can. Yeah, and, yes, and, uh, you can. And open, yeah. you can. You're right. Yep. Yes, yep. you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which has me uh, with, like, I, I just, you know, messing with this common rail stuff at work every day. I just have this huge, it would take an immense amount of money to do it, but I have this idea of doing a common rail diesel to go unlimited super pulling just to see what would happen. Right. Well, and I'm not going to say it wouldn't be competitive. I mean, uh, uh, I think there's a lot of those guys. Well, and I, I don't, I don't have enough experience at that class, obviously. But I think a lot of those guys. I mean, they're they're they finally found the limits, and to say they got to detune them just to get them down the track. Um, I mean, the tire is only so big, 
It can only take so much. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of what's ruined the, the unlimited class with all the modifieds. I mean, guys have got five motors or whatever. They're not willing to detune them, and they get beat by four motors all the time. Yeah. You know, and to say that EFI would help them, you know, it's it's hard to say. But uh, We see that on the, the current we see that on the antique tractor circuit all the time too the division three you know three and a half mile an hour natpa class and you know get some guy will come in with a 650 cubic inch engine and doesn't understand why a 436 kicked his ass you know four times that day right yeah exactly and that's uh i mean i keep telling myself maybe that's what i need to do even with uh with bacon bits is just put an 871 on it not push it very hard just so i can keep making laps but I was like, eh, nah. that. exactly. <laughs> yeah, so so I don't know. It, uh, um, I'm excited about the summer, and uh, um, yeah, to, to to partner up with you guys. I mean, just promote you guys and stuff. I'm I'm all for sustaining tractor pulling how it is. It's just uh, um, he must be really desperate to come on board with us. No, oh, oh, you, you think that's it? <laughs> well, 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 well I, I ought to take that back, guys. Dang, for the stickers go on the tractor. I mean, we ought to have a contract and you know all kinds of uh, uh, dollar signs and and zeros on a check before we do anything. What am I? Well, I can write. I can write whatever you want on a piece of paper. I don't care. No, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll send you a check right now with however many zeros you want on it. If it bounces, don't worry. I can send you another one just like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, so I, I can write a rubber check. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna see how high this piece of paper can bounce. <laughs> right now, but uh, now it's uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I, I hope you know a lot of people see what I'm doing, and, and not to say that they need to learn from it. I mean, I'm learning from other tractor pullers every day on how they do their marketing and all that other stuff. But uh, it's it, it's cool to bring in to say. Phil Wright or even Lucas, even even the guys with Lucas Oil that that support me, um, corporate level, those guys are just drag racers. Well, when they come out to a pole, they're just in awe. They're like, you know, you know, a motor shouldn't be under that kind of stress, that kind of load, and withstand it. And I'm like, well, you know, this is this is what we do. And <laughs> well, just, well, like, well, it yeah. is. So what now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's. It's pretty cool to bring in, uh, as I say, at least on my side with the sponsors. And I mean, they just look at everything, and and they realize, you know, that uh, um, you know, not not everybody's a hillbilly or a redneck. And I mean, everybody likes to drink beer, but they see value in it. And uh, I, I hope that I can, uh, at least on my end, try to keep track of pulling going. Because I mean, I enjoy it. It's in my blood. I don't think I could ever stop. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm kind of a one man band, so. It uh, it takes a lot of work. No, it's a cool deal. Where 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 can people see you? what's uh, going to be your first event this summer? Well, that's where pending we get everything going. We're gonna um, try to make the first PPL hook uh, at the Fort Recovery uh, at, the, at the Ambassador Park there, first of June, and then uh, I think we're gonna do a little bit of Region Two pulling. We're gonna go to Preble, um, and then oh, I would go to Arcola. Arcola is actually the closest pull to home. Except uh, my sister decided to get married that weekend. Weddings will mess up everything. Well, that's fine. Doesn't mean you have to be there. She's the one getting married. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'm actually her uh, her man of honor. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not actually. I mean, whatever. 
she asked me, hey, like, do you want to be in the wedding? I'm like, well, I'm not going to stand on his side. She goes, well, I guess you're standing on mine. I'm like, okay, you know, everybody's going to make fun of me being a man of honor, but it's like, man, I'm going to have all the chicks. Yeah. Like, hey, party. I was like, yeah, we can do this. No, that'd be cool. I think yeah, we... Uh, I, we've got the uh, thumb season opener up here on Friday, June first. But I think June second. I I don't know about you. I'm going to try and sneak down there and uh, hopefully hopefully you survive Friday and uh, still I'm, run. I'm Saturday. torn right now because we got uh, the mini tractor pullers back up in Peck again the following day. Oh, so okay. if I, I I think I should be able to get that covered. I'd like to sneak down and uh, do a little traveling this year. Kind of part of the reason why we brought uh, a couple other announcers in to help uh fill the season is we need to start investing ourselves back in the sport and getting back out there versus putting on ridiculous amount of miles like i've been doing lately <laughs> well, well i mean you gotta you gotta learn what you like and what you don't like and what you can and can't do and that's where i mean i would love to the grand national um you know all summer long but we've also got several businesses here at home and i mean trying to keep everybody straight and Trying to make sure you know all the pigs are fed, and as I say, trying to keep everybody on the road and everything else. It it just becomes a lot, and you really got to have the the realistic approach to it. To where tractor pulling is just a hobby for most people, and and uh, it doesn't to say that it does need to be more than that. It probably never never does, just because. Uh, I mean, tractor pulling it's a lot of fun and all that stuff, but it. Uh, it's a lot of work. I couldn't imagine taking care of a four or five engine mod. I mean, you just keep you just keep telling yourself what a hobby this is because we all know this is a lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I say hobby, and yeah, here the tractor has its own has its own business name. You know, I mean, it's yeah. I don't know. It's I, that's a lie I tell myself every night before I go to bed too. Uh, yeah. Well, you guys are just lucky. You guys got good women to. That, that go along with you with me it's i mean i take my family with me and all that but uh yeah my dad he doesn't let anybody from the farm touch the tractor i mean he uh he locks the race shop when it's time to plant when it's time to harvest and uh he keeps everybody on their toes as far as that goes but it uh i don't know i just keep thinking i need to have another another mini rod called bacon bits and pieces or something <laughs> there we go <laughs> there we go <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely addicting, and uh, as I say, I'm glad to, I'm glad that there's good people like y'all to be involved in it, and uh, I think you guys are doing a good thing as far as having these podcasts and and all that, and that's where uh, I'm I'm ready to get involved in that side of it, you know, to promote you guys and and uh, to, I just just keep tractor pulling around. It doesn't matter whether you're garden tractor pulling or you know you've got a five engine mod. I think. Uh, I think tractor pulling's here to stay, but we need to we need to keep people involved. We need to keep the you know the social media side of it going, and, and uh, really kind of reach out to some people that, that 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 just don't know who we are or what we do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, like you said, big and small. You know, it's pretty neat. Last year, I could tie it in my head. You know, not only did I announce Grand National NTPA, but I still announced for the local garden tractor club down here too. You know, you got yeah. you got to cover everything and enjoy it all because. You know, it's all got its interesting aspects to it. Well, and well, I mean, I I grew up garden tractor pulling. I mean, Dad he uh, um, he put me on a fourteen horse stock tractor when I was eight. You know, and uh, I think I got the bug then, but that's nothing like a 
like a mini rod. But, no. uh, um, but I mean, you got to start somewhere and you've got to support the, I mean, even the antique stuff and all that. I mean, there's a place for everybody, but you've got to support it. Otherwise, I mean, I don't want us to go away. I mean, there's, no. there's a lot of forms of racing that go away. And it, uh, um, you know, being a farm kid, I mean, tractor pulling is all I know. Yeah. And I suppose maybe, um, you know, that's a lesson for folks who are listening to this and, and follow along with the stuff that we do that maybe aren't based here in, in the Midwest or on the plains where we're kind of spoiled with the amount of pulling that goes on around here. You know, if you're, if you're up in new England or you're down South or out way out West, you're going to, there's some work that has to be done. And, um, you know, if, if you're in one of those geographic areas and, and you want to use us as a mouthpiece to promote what's going on and, and spread the word around by all means, please do get a hold of us because we're willing to do it. Oh, exactly. And that's, that's where, that's where, uh, yeah. As far as me being able to go tractor pulling, I couldn't do it without the sponsors and the sponsors have to see value in our demographic. And, uh, um, well, just, I keep saying Phil, right. But, uh, you know, just walking from the parking lot to the pit gate, the guy was like, man, look at all these fuel tanks in the back, of all these trucks. And I was like, yeah, but how's come that one has a fuel pump that's not yours? He's like, oh, we need to change that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be a pretty cool deal. Um, and then, I mean, it, uh, well, a lot, vast majority of my sponsors, let's say, uh, I mean, we've actually got 20 of them on board. Um, a lot of them are just product. A lot of them give me checks, but none of it adds up, you know, to where I make a living at it. But, um, a lot of the sponsors all come from drag racing, um, just because they see value and like, you know, every, anybody that runs a all aluminum Hemi, they're like, Hey, you know, like we need to be part of this. Well, then after they start seeing, you know, the diesel trucks, one of my sponsors that, uh, flat out gaskets, he builds copper gaskets or, you know any kind of a pressed aluminum gasket or, or what have you for just about anything now. I mean, the antique pullers, I mean, he's even making yeah, gaskets yeah. for. So, so I mean, it, it, it's a pretty neat deal if you can bring everybody together and have everybody, like I say, see value in what we do and, uh, you know, try to make a successful go at it. So, I don't know. It, uh, that's a, just, just very, very blessed to be able to do it because there's a lot of people that can't. And, uh, Whatever. I'll be one of those guys one day that just rather just kick back a bowling green, sit on the north side, and, you know, holler at chicks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't blame you. I got excited here the other day. My son uh, said, you know, hey, Dad, you know, the the, the poll we put on, you know, here locally at the, the Legion in the fall, he's, he's like, can I get on mic? Can I can I try doing this? He's he's 12. And yeah. Yeah, get started, man. You, you've got me and your Uncle Drew here to kind of show you the ropes, and then we could just kick back and drink beer. You could do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't yeah, that's don't forget, we, right get, we get to take the cream off the top first. You get whatever's left of that check, but <laughs> <laughs> we're going to well, teach I'm you about life, you. boy. <laughs> right, right. Well, and uh, no, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts, not just tractor pulling. I mean, drag racing. Uh, uh, the NASCAR, IndyCar, you know, Formula One. I'm, I just try to absorb. I just try to be a sponge to everything. Well, I darn near started my own podcast called uh, Bottles to Throttles. And uh, we was like, yeah, well, then somebody said, well, like, what kind of bottle are you talking about? I'm like, I'm talking about beer bottles. And they're like, oh, I thought you were talking about baby bottles. I'm like, what in the what? world? 
Like, yeah. I was oh thinking nitrous God. bottles, but wow. If, if you get, if you get a baby bottle, you ain't affording no throttle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, what? So yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's a lot of people that I mean, I don't know. It's it's neat when you talk to other people from uh, other other uh, other forms of racing. I mean, even you know some of my friends that you know do the offshore boats and all that. You know, like their boats are three point two million dollars. Oh, I believe. Oh, we like, well, we yeah. see it. Yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're in so, powerboat you know, capital of the world right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, with you boys up there. And it, uh, I don't know. They think it's neat what we do, but I just can't get them, you know, to come to a tractor pull yet. But it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, whatever. We just all need to kind of kind of stay together. I mean, we're, we're all a pulling family already, but it, uh we just need to do a better job at promoting ourselves. And I, I mean, to say we're all doing a, a hell of a good job as it is, but, uh, uh, well, I even had a guy I was talking to today. He's talking about doing social, social media marketing with, with PMS marketing with my marketing firm and stuff. And I told him, I said, you know, I said, social media has actually ruined sponsorships to a degree yeah. because, um, you know, I don't, I don't care whether it's a cooler company or, or an apparel company. I mean, we could talk, to say feel right that they were to give away you know a whole bunch of pumps to all these chicks and bikinis and stuff and then you know they don't have to you know sponsor a mini box and it's uh um to, to that degree it really does kind of stink um with a lot of things and i sort of eh, you know so so i'm gonna try to help him out a little bit but he's like well he's like because uh, he he actually sells coolers and uh, he's like, yeah, you know, I want to do that thing like uh, Yeti's doing with girls in bikinis and all that. I'm like, ah. I was like, okay. He's like, as long as I get to be the photographer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know. I mean, we've got a whole lot of stuff that we're going to do this summer. But, uh, as I say, teaming up with you guys, I can't wait to hang out with you all. That's where uh, I met Charles at BG. Was that last year or two years ago? Charles? No, it was, yeah, it was this past summer. Yeah, yeah, all right. What was I busy doing? I don't know. You were I don't know. I was wandering around with the kids and happened to see Dusty and I made him turn around and talk to me and he was gracious enough to do so. <laughs> oh, I pro- I must I was, who knows, either I was recording or I was getting the make a wish t shirt sign that was You you might have been doing that, yeah. Running well, around in circles. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but uh, I'm ready to get the summer started. I'm saying this farming has gone on long enough. <laughs> oh, I get that. But hey, buddy, let's uh, heroes and legends. What do you got for us? Ah, uh, heroes and legends. Well, my dad got me into racing. Um, shame on him. I don't think he ever thought I was ever going to take it this far. But uh, um, no, I. My dad, he's uh, he's got to be right up there. Um, but, uh, the Guardy brothers, I mean, to have a pretty good, um, uh, a pretty good team of guys that live right here. I mean, they give me all kinds of feedback on, on bacon bits, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it's pretty cool. Just get to go tractor pulling. I mean, you get to hang out with Ken Vini. Like how cool right. is that? I'm jealous. No, I mean, no. The cooler part of that. Hanging out with Rona. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yes, of course. Well, my very first Grand National hook was Fort Recovery last year, and I got a selfie with Rona before I did with Ken. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're going to take a picture together. And she's like, why? 
She goes, don't you want Ken in here? I'm like, heck no. I was like, you're more famous than he is. It's my favorite Facebook photo. I know I said it on the show before. Is <laughs> a picture of me with Myron Router interviewing her last year in uh, Langford, New York. That was the best. Yeah. And then bumping into her at Louisville this year and getting a Valentine yeah. from uh, Rona. And my wife goes, what's this? I'm going to throw this out. I go, no, no, no. No, you're not. No, you're not throwing <laughs> that out. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, both of them living legends. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and tractor pulling, we're very, very blessed to have them. I got to say that. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, if you want to talk about, yeah, heroes and legends, I mean, it's it's a, it's a whole conglomerate of people. Um, especially, I mean, and he's not necessarily a legend per se, but Craig Sage with SDS, Bacon Boots wouldn't exist without him. Um, he just, I mean, he doesn't just give me parts and stuff like that. I got to work for it. I got to pay for it just like everybody else. But he's actually one guy that's actually willing to help all the pullers. It doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter what class. And uh, that's, he's right up there too. I mean, he's like a big brother to me. And I tell him he's a big brother I never wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no i appreciate your time boys well thank you for uh agreeing to come on board with us and, and like i said you, you've got a wealth of experience and the things you've done over the last 10 years and and uh look forward to even even behind the scenes just being able to you know sit down and pick your brain on something and you know use you as a as a guide for some of the stuff we're doing too and hopefully we can reciprocate that back and and uh help you out uh with what you got going on too well, I think it's going to be a pretty good marriage. So I think it'll be just fine. Well, yeah, I can use that term a little loosely. Didn't I? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Got a nice yeah. tractor, right. but that's about it, buddy. <laughs> Great well, personality. Whatever, whatever. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to have a hell of a lot of fun with it. And whatever, I drive it like a stole it. I don't care if it ends up on top, upside down, twisted around in a and a pretzel, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> Welcome to Sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dusty, thanks right. for coming on with us tonight, buddy. I know you got crops to get in the ground, and we got sleep we got to get yet because we got some Canadian-style semi-truck racing So tomorrow. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, well boys don't have too much fun, and uh, keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> Sounds good, buddy. Thanks for Dusty for coming on with us tonight. We'll talk to you soon. All right, later. You make your living going up and down the road, and time is money. Would you like to save from 5 to 25% on fuel and up to 25% more power with better bottom-end acceleration? You need to get with DieselFreak.com and their truck tuning services. Works for Cummins, Caterpillar, Detroit Diesel, and more. You want to kick it up another notch? You can get their off-highway tuning for high horsepower. It'll unlock the RPM limiters, twin turbo setups, VGT turbo replacement, EGR valve delete, DPF delete, urea delete, and more, and it all comes with a 30-day warranty. Not only that, they've also moved into the agriculture realm. They'll bring their dyno on site to you. Get a baseline on your tractor and write a custom tune for it, load it up, and show you the difference. Also with a 30-day warranty, save fuel, increase power with performance tuning from dieselfreak.com. For Case IH, Challenger, Klaus, Fent, John Deere, Massey, Ferguson, New Holland, Valtra, and more, dieselfreak.com. They can be reached at 989-748-4145, 989-748-4145. Ask for Wade and tell them. Cut that bitch off!
work the assembly line Who will pull the freight on time Who will work the all-night haul Who will explain it all When the wheels don't Chariots didn't save Rome Easy money didn't stay at home They said the iron horse would always roam Who will tell the children When the wheels don't Oh